The arrival fallacy is something that so many of us have struggled with and rely on to find true joy. Meaning, when we succeed at something or attain what we want, then we shall be happy. And this is one of the most hurtful things we could do to ourselves and to those that we love. During an intense retreat, I came face to face with my trauma. I realized that all of my life I had been operating from the ego, which you come to find out in the podcast that I believe ego is a fancy word for fear. I was tired of operating from this state of mind. I knew I had to change something in my life. And that's when I felt I had to share how I evolved daily by operating from a state of love and awareness instead of ego. Each episode will shine light on our romantic relationships, the ones with our families and friends, and most importantly, the one with self. My name is Lillian Hernandez, and I'm your host. I am a life and success coach, author, mother, and wife. I don't know it all, but all that I know, I love to share. Is this love or ego? Podcast starts now. I believe that when we are living our lives according to results or trying to set up a path for ourselves, we focus heavily on the ego side of things and forget to enjoy the process, which brings us to the current moment, our best moment, the best time of our lives, which is the one that we are able to see touch, taste, smell, everything where we can actually use our five senses and engage with the current moment, I believe is the best moment of our lives, no matter how bad we are. And I'll give you an example. I'm still recovering from what you hear. My voice is not back 100% because I'm still very congested, but I am recovering from RSV. For those who don't know what that is, it's a respiratory virus. For some people, it's very serious. I've been able to take care of myself and give myself rest, hence there being no podcast episode last week. But recovering from that, I was able to sit back and let things flow. I just kept saying to myself, I am so lucky. Even though (laughs) I had a fever, I was dehydrated, I was uncomfortable, my body was killing me, I was unable to open my eye for a whole day. My eyes were just shut. Like I could not open my eyes because of the heavy congestion and headache and the body aches, my neck, my neck is still kind of sore in my shoulders and my back. Um, but anyway, just going through the process, I was so grateful, not because I was sick, but because I have an amazing support system and such comfort to be able to work from home and say like, I can't work and yet not have things fall apart. My husband was an amazing caregiver and supporter. My children were, they gave me all the space in the world to be and were not relying on me for anything, which is very supportive. I had an outpour of love from a lot of people, from those who follow my pages and listen to my podcast to former clients and just a lot of people I've met along the way. 
really sent their love my way. And I'm so grateful. And just when I was in that moment, I remember telling my daughter, this is pretty hard to just lay in bed all day, you know, just lying here doing nothing. And she was like, um, honey, maybe your body was telling you to rest and you should just enjoy it. Leave it to my daughter to just tell me the truth. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I actually am. I am just lying here. I know that I'm being unproductive when it comes to work, but I am being so productive when it comes to rest. So I am very hopeful. I'm going to get better soon, but I don't have to rush the process. I'm just going to sit with this because this is just making me pause and sit back and not just analyze and overthink, and but just be, just be present, feel every bone in my body and just be taken care of. You know, there are a lot of times we want to be there for everybody else. I'm that kind of person. I'm a hands-on caregiver in my home. I love nurturing my home, whether it's organizing a space, cooking, decorating for the holidays or saging my home and praying in each corner of for protection and divine guidance. But just sitting here and creating memories with my family, that's just a huge thing for me. And I love to do that. But how can you do that if you're not well? Like I was unable to do that for a couple of days, but now once that I feel guilty and that's a huge thing for me. And I know that for a lot of people, like me, probably are struggling with it, have struggled with it. I used to struggle with it. But knowing that when I come from a place of love for my family, I need to also be able to receive that from my family, right? I can't operate an ego and, oh, I'm not doing this. They're going to hate me. They're not going to need me. We all need each other. When you have a family dynamic, a unit as close as you have, like as I have, relying on each other is what makes you a family unit. So not once did I operate from ego and feel like, oh, well, you know, they can't do it. I mean, they were extraordinary. And I say this because a lot of times we're like, okay, when I get better, I'll say thank you. When I get better, I'll just look back. And while I was shaking with fever, sweating or cold, I was able to sit and just be extremely grateful to all the love that I was receiving, all the care that I was receiving, specifically from my husband who could have gone out to work and done his thing, but he made the world slow down for me so that I can slow down and just be. And that's an amazing thing. So why wait until I'm completely recovered to be grateful? Why wait? And that brought me such a sense of joy and peace that it allowed me to recover pretty quickly, I think. I did spend like two or three days in bed where I just could not move or get up. I barely could shower and I barely could eat, had no appetite. And yet I was still, I knew that my body was processing, but physically, I mean, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, I was so happy and so put together. So why wait to feel happy, to feel joy, to feel at peace when I had that in front of me in that moment? And a lot of times we do that, right? We wait for that degree or that certificate to say, oh, I did it and share with people because for some reason we have this thing that we think people are out to get us. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like no one's out to get you. I understand that there's negative energies out there that probably don't want to see you succeed, but your belief in you and, and the belief that you have in things working out for you should be bigger than anyone else's disbelief. It just should be. Does it exist? Yes. Is it real that other people want to see you do good and not better than them? Yeah, unfortunately, that's a real thing. But let's not feed into what 
we don't have control over. We only have control over our actions and our belief systems and the energy that we put out. So why not put out all the best energy, right? But here we are waiting for that arrival. When I turn this age, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. When I retire, I'm going to travel. When I am 50, I'm going to celebrate my birthday. We wait for society or some kind of random understanding and conditioning that we picked up along the way to find happiness or choose happiness. Why should I wait for my next birthday to say, hey, I want to celebrate life. Let's all get together in my house. I'll buy a cake for all of us. All it has to say is we love life. I don't know. Let's be cheesy about it. We don't have to take pictures, post it or whatever, but let's celebrate each other. Let's celebrate just getting together. Let's just order food or we'll cook. Everybody cook whatever your whatever works for you because I know potlucks don't work for everybody. You know, you can't eat from everybody's house. You know, we get that part, but why not create your own rhythm and celebrate when you feel is right and not because the expectation is when you get that degree, when you life itself is a celebration. Why not choose happiness today? Okay, you had a bad morning. Okay, you probably woke up to a flat tire. You're probably not feeling your best. But why pour all your energy into what's going wrong instead of what is going right? Why not? The key to happiness, as some psychologists have said and have repeated and have found, is actually the most efficient thing is not just choosing happiness and joy and sunshine and rainbows and oh, but it's thinking less negative thoughts. How do you do that is stop giving so much energy and thoughts and just care to what doesn't serve you with your negative thoughts. If you're going to start a business, it's okay to be aware of what could go wrong. So you want to ensure that you cater to the needs of a successful business. But to think, oh, let's focus our energy on to, hey, the first two years of a business is going to fail. So, you know, just know it's going to, guess what? Very likely will fail because that's what you believed. And so that's what's very likely to happen. Why not focus on writing down what works creating lists to ensure that you do all the best you can so that it can be successful and pour your energy into success and achievement and enjoy the process along the way. Too often we're focused on being proud of our kids when they achieve certain things. Why not just be proud of who they are? The same way when they were born and everybody loved your children and you loved your baby just because they were your baby. They were just born. They have absolutely no personality. You don't know what kind of person they're going to be, yet you love them and everybody wants to meet them and hold them and and gift them clothing or a hug and carry them to them. That's everything. Okay, why not celebrate that when your kid is nine or 12 or at their worst when they feel like they're just rebellious teenagers? Why not celebrate them then and just, I'm so excited you're home from school. Tell me about your day. I'm so happy to see you. I am just so, I bought you these PJs. Like, isn't that cute? Like, oh, I thought you needed some slippers. Why do we wait for birthdays, Christmas? And then we we overcompensate. A lot of times we do that. We wait for these days because we're not just showing the people we love, we love them. We're trying to show the world that we supposedly love them more than whoever else loves them. It's just such a ego-based thinking. 
And something that my husband and I have learned to do is just to celebrate the moment. Just be like, if we're having breakfast at a diner, we're celebrating life. We're celebrating our union. We're enjoying each other's company and we're happy. We're healthy. We're able, we're financially able to just go out and have breakfast on a regular day of the week. It doesn't matter if it's a Saturday with the kids or a Wednesday, just he and I are out there just enjoying some mimosas or coffee and whatever we want to eat, being catered to while we enjoy laughs or whatever talk and talking about our children or business or life or or each other, why wait for an anniversary, for Valentine's, for a birthday to just do that and just be present? Waiting for life to happen is going to have life pass you by in a way that you're going to wish you would have never wasted the time that you had. Time is so precious. Time is so important and life is important and you're important. And this moment where you're listening to this is just a reminder and thank you for being here and listening. But this is a reminder to me always and to you who is listening and to those that you love, remind them that life is not just short. Life is here right now. And this is the best time of your life. So be present, hold it, embrace it, own it, smell it, feel it on your skin. Just breathe into this space and embrace what this is. This is a gift. This is a gift from the universe. This is yours to hold, yours to experience, and yours to live. And you'll never have this moment again. This is why it's the best moment of your life, because it's the one that's tangible, the one you can hold, the one you can touch, the one you can feel. And it's the most powerful moment of your life. Thank you for being here for the entirety of this episode. If you're still here, you have either learned something or enjoyed the conversation. I hope it was both. And since you're still here, please rate and review this podcast so that others like yourself can discover this show, learn, and enjoy it too. The biggest compliment you can give someone is a five-star rating. So don't be shy and help us grow. And don't forget, may you be the love that you wish to receive.